Hello. Hey. I'm Lindsay. I'm Brianna. And this is Gone Gone with the Windies. Do you want to uh, go? You go first. Okay. I have nothing to say. Hi. Oh, okay. Hi. I really hope that the listeners cannot hear our rice cooker in the background. She's bubbling. It's... Yeah. Is that safe to do that? I have no idea, but I do it because otherwise it's going to make a mess. So Lindsay's referring to the fact that I have draped a dish towel over the rice cooker because when the steam comes out, it also comes out with like frothy, bubbly water rice rice water and so to just kind of avoid the mess like it's really bad like it's really bad and it's so annoying to clean up so oh it's done that was the sound of the rice cooker being done i don't know if you could hear it probably not probably not anyways um hey Lindsay. hey it's good to be back yes welcome back it's kind of crazy that you had to record an episode without me it was horrible I actually really enjoyed listening to it, though. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it was cute because you don't tell me any of those any of those things. Like what thing? Well, uh, about teaching. Like, I didn't know anything about the first few months you were teaching because you didn't talk about it. You mentioned that in the podcast. Yeah. How you didn't used to be this way, but now you come home and you don't want to talk about anything because work is just so much. Yeah. Um. I laughed at that. Also, love that you were being sincere. And when you're talking about things you're grateful for, you were like, I'm grateful that I get to live with my best friend. I was like, oh, that's me. Yeah. And it really it made me feel good. So thank you. You're welcome. Um, just a mini disclaimer. It's the end of the school year. And there's a lot going on. So I think my brain is broken right now. Mm. So just if I don't say as many things, that's why. And if okay. it doesn't make sense, that's why. Okay. Um, you're going to be the, the ringleader of this episode. Whoa. Okay. I can handle it. Okay. Yeah. So Lindsay, to, yeah. Get, us, to get us started, let's do our little uh, intro uh, where we talk about the books that we've been reading any music we've been listening to you know what i'm getting ahead of myself let's just start with what book are you currently reading or what books have you recently finished all right so on the last podcast and the one before that i talked about the book that i still have not finished reading the club so don't worry about it it's the club um, nope forget about it though oh we're not talking about that okay um and last i don't think i talked about the other books that i have read on the last episode one of which is book lovers by the author emily henry and she wrote two other books, Beach Read and People We Meet on Vacation, which are very popular books and incredible books. I love them. I thought they were so good. And so her new book came out, I think like May 3rd or 4th or something. And so I ordered it on Amazon like right away. So it would get shipped to me. And as soon as I got it in the mail, I read it the next day. Of course. And it was really good. I thought it was cute. I liked it. It was like your basic like romance type of situation, but... I like Emily Henry's writing, and I like her characters a lot, so it was fun. It was, it was a good one. Definitely would recommend. Actually, I think my favorite from her is still Beach Read, but then probably Book Lovers and then People Leave Me on Vacation. It's Since called Book Lovers? I thought it yeah. Was, it's not Book People? No, it's called Book Lovers. For some reason, I thought it was Book People. Nope. Oh, okay. Um, 
And then another book I read, which was another romance, but that this one is like a YA romance, was The Summer of Broken Rules, which is like Ooh. a girl whose sister had passed away, and then she goes back to, I think it was Martha's Vineyard or some some New England little rich person right. beach island Cape situation. Cod. Yeah, and her whole family's there for someone's wedding. And then she, whatever, meets a guy. Of you course. Know? But they do Classic. like this game of assassin, uh-huh. which was interesting because I recently read a book called Today, Tonight, Tomorrow, which also has a game of assassin. That's like the main plot. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's interesting, the similarities. But <laughs> this one, they played assassin with their whole family. And that was like the dead sister's like big thing. Like she always would win it. Mm-hmm. And so it was like honoring her or whatever. And I don't know, just that whole thing and then she like meets a guy whatever you know the drill um but yeah that one was good too i think i gave both those books four stars because for a book to be five stars it's got to be like really blowing me out of the water sure but three stars is like yeah i didn't like it Mm -hmm. so four stars is like you did good just not quite the best but any any books i've read that i would have rated four stars i would like definitely recommend okay three stars is what i gave a book that i like didn't like pretty much which is weird. I probably should give them one or two stars. But most of the time, I can appreciate, like, the writing if it's good writing. Yeah. If I just don't love, like, the style or just, like, it's not my favorite type of book, you know? Mm-hmm. I can appreciate that it was well-written and still not be, like, a page-turner and, like, my favorite book ever, you know? Yeah. So I feel like that's why I do a lot of three stars. Because it's, like, I, I get it and I think it was well-written, but that doesn't mean that I liked it. Yeah. Anyway, um, what about you? Um, I finished Little Weirds by Jenny Slate the other day. Nice. It was interesting. Rating? It was, I think I gave it three stars. Okay. It was like good enough for me to want to finish it. And it, it's a really interesting writing style and I like her and she's funny, mm-hmm. but it is kind of, how do you say, chuggy and like self-indulgent. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And it's really difficult for me to explain why I don't like something but there was just something about it that i didn't really like the whole time i was reading it um yeah i feel like you're like very particular with your books and it's like easy for you to find things like cheesy or unrealistic or like chuggy i guess to be a good word for it but like yeah i don't know i feel like if there's just like if there's something in it you'll just be like oh no i'm not into that like even if it's like something silly but like you realize it's not you know what i mean like you're not saying it's like the worst book in the world right. and you can still appreciate it but it's just like there's something that just like turns you off and so i feel like you kind of for the rest of the way see it in a different light yeah i guess That's what i feel like it's just you. really hard for me to even describe what this book is like hmm. i think you should read it and okay. let me know what you think done okay i already read it's it. pretty short you didn't read it you're <laughs> lying it's pretty short but it still took me like Maybe months. I'll read like the first chapter tonight and I'll give you my thoughts. It's also really short chapters. It's because oh, gotcha. it's little weirds. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it a. It's like a kind of a mixture of like memoir, essay, but it's also like kind of fiction. But each, each so entity. Is it real or not? No. But yes. It's so hard to explain. I don't even really Is know. Is it stories from her life? It sort of is, but like kind of. Um, like fantasized okay if that's if okay that so it's sense. just like a weird style of book yes okay gotcha <laughs> it's quirky it's a little weird it's kind of quirky um, okay fair. yeah anyways what that was now? um i started reading untamed by glennon doyle 
and I really like it so far. And I'm still reading Gentle and Lowly. It's kind of boring me. I don't really like it. Yeah. That'll that'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah. All right. Uh, music? Music. I think I everything I've been listening to is pretty much the same as I said in the podcast I did on my own. So Wallow's Coin. Yeah. Role Model. Kind of, yeah. Day Glow. Yeah. Brex Orange County. The usual rotation. Rotation. Yeah, Doja, when I'm sad. Uh, <laughs> that's such a choice because... You listen to like happy, yeah, bad B music mm. when you're sad, and I listen to just sad music See, when I'm sad. Yeah, yeah. What about you? What about me? Um, I haven't really been listening to an album or anything. I've just been listening to like my Discover Weekly and music that I already have because I just have not had the energy to like find new music. Uh. Yeah. Uh, I really like uh, the Lumineers released a cover of Just Like Heaven. Oh, nice. Which is really cute. And speaking of, I did rewatch that movie last night uh, with Hodger. What Remember movie? Just Like Heaven with Reese Witherspoon and oh, Mark Ruffalo? You watched it again? I did. We just watched I it. I know. I really wanted to watch it. She put it on her list and I was like, you know what? I could watch that again. And I That's think it's so been funny. two months. If that like not any time at all. It's so it's such a good movie. And you know what? Even the jokes that were a little dated and offensive are still kind of funny, you know? Sometimes you have to lean in to the 2005 humor, you know? Mm-hmm. And just be like, yeah. Is that politically correct? No. Is it funny? Yeah, it kind of is, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um I still love that movie. Yeah. Are you watching any shows right now, or have you watched any movies? You did watch a movie recently. Yeah. I don't... We can... I can you say... Don't, you don't I have don't, to talk about it. So I watched Juno, mm-hmm. and I liked it, and I I don't have anything else to say. Yeah, for, that's I fine. feel like my yeah. books are my movies for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like... I have a lot more to say about movies than yes, I do about books. and vice versa for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, it was a movie, fine, I liked it. Whatever. <laughs> Next, like I don't. What else? What am I supposed to say? Yeah. What? What? What would like? What would you be saying about Juno if you just watched it? Well, it's been so long. I don't really remember. But I think I would talk about how I love the soundtrack. Soundtrack. I love the soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get this out, please? No. I think I would just say that I really like the soundtrack. Really like. Elliot Page's acting and Michael Sarah. Love Michael Sarah being in that. Um, the only other thing that I remember about it is that Jason Bateman is like a creepy old dude who, yeah, yeah which, you know, the shoe fits, but he's not actually creepy. Like, he's, he yeah. seems like a good dude, but he looks like he would yeah. be a creepy dude. He, he played the part well. Oh, yes. He did a good job. Yes, yes. Yeah. But yeah, that's I all I would say about it. I was like very interested, like, kind of halfway through I was like okay like stuff is happening the plot's moving forward I guess but like where's the problem Mm. in third grade we talk a lot about problem solution like literally all the time we're writing a story right now they have to make sure they have a problem and a solution otherwise it's boring yeah so halfway through I was like okay I'm enjoying it so far like I like the build up and whatever but I'm like what's the problem and then as soon as well 
Spoiler alert. I can't really, yeah, I don't want to say too much, but whatever. I like, don't one remember. little thing, like, one little thing happens, and it's just, like, you can tell the vibes are, like, weird. Mm. And I'm, like, nothing weird has happened, but, like, the acting was really good to the point where I was, like, okay, I know this is a vibe I'm supposed to pick up on. And I was, like, oh, like, I, I bet this is going to happen. I'm, like, yay. That's, like, so genuinely very obvious, even though it's, like, not in the dialogue. It's just in their mannerisms, but, like, they're very good mm. at acting. So, I don't know. Anyway, I was just, like, oh, like, they know what they're doing. Yeah. And I know what the problem is. Yep. And then the problem happened. But then it was solved and it was all fine. But yeah. The problem. That was good. The problem. Yeah. I watched Juno. We. Please hit me with a drum roll. We finished Pretty Little Liars. So we. The journey is complete. We have watched this show. Like we've tried to watch it so many times. We've probably talked about it on the podcast like multiple times. And I know we have. And then we recently continued watching it where we left off in like season four or something. And then we finally actually went through the whole rest of it and finished season seven like a week or so ago. And it was spectacular. I didn't actually like the ending very much, but- No, the ending sucked. But the last like season the last and a few half, seasons, solid. They jump ahead in five years. So they're out of high school and they're like past college, which Thank I like, they goodness. just, it's so much better. So much like, better. Why didn't they do that in the first so season? It's so much easier to not have to worry about their like high school lives. And it just like makes it more interesting. Anyway. And it makes the relationships less creepy, even though it's oh, still legal. Creepy. Yes. It yeah. makes the relationships legal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that would be- well, we finished recently. And then we started watching Seinfeld the other day, which I actually have watched all the way through, like, in college, like, the beginning of college. I watched it, but... You're so cool. It was one of those, like, shows where I kind of would just, like, put it on and, like, do other stuff and, like, go on my phone, like, not really focus on it. So watching it again, I, like, don't remember any of it. And I've only seen it that through, like, once, so... I'm loving it. And I think it's so funny because... I remember I've tried, I've told Lindsay, I've tried to watch the pilot like multiple times. And I think I've seen the pilot probably twice because I'm like, I just want to watch Seinfeld and like be a part of that phenomenon. But every time I watched it, something about one of the jokes that Jerry told like made me annoyed. And so I was like, I don't want to watch this, but it's like, are you not explaining exactly what I just talked about with you? Yeah, I am. Okay. And I think part of it is like kind of, I don't know. Watching it with you now, I I don't pick up on what I picked up on before, but I think I like felt like his jokes were sexist. And honestly, they're not. Like it was just the '90s, and you just made a lot of comments about gender then. Yeah, it's it's more like gender commentary that's not as woke as it could be. But it's just like it's like okay, sure, if you want to say that about men and women, that's fine, whatever. But um, I agree. I think that was probably what annoyed me about it the most when I first watched it. But now I'm like, you know what? It's freaking funny. And I've been telling Lindsay, like, and there will be so many moments where something happens that's just completely unrelated to the plot. And, like, it's it doesn't even add to the story. And it's just there. And then they never talk about it. Like, I think it was the second episode or something. They went to a laundromat. There's this guy who walks in with, like, all of his laundry and a bunch of supplies to do his laundry. And Jerry just goes like, look at that guy. He's all ready. This is not his first rodeo. And then he just breezed past it. And it's like, I just think it's so interesting that a show like this was on like, like cable TV for so long because I've never seen anything like it in the way it's written. I think that is like because of the like stand up. 
aspect. Mm. Like, I feel like a lot of the stuff that happens is very stand-up-esque. Yeah. Like, with, like, a random comment about something, and then you just don't talk. But, like, that is, yeah. that's what stand-up is. Like, you just do, like, little tiny bits that don't necessarily connect. I mean, they might, yeah. but, you know? No, that's So, true. I feel like that just kind of, like, emphasizes his background. And, yeah, like, it's just a very, it's a different type of show mm-hmm. than a lot of other, like, very plot-heavy. Like, that's just kind of just, like, you sit down, you watch it, you vibe out, and then you move on. Like, it's it's not, like, like a lot of crazy intertwined storylines that are going for a long time. Which is, like, I guess kind of the sitcom formula, but also their problems are so much less important than I feel like most sitcom problems are. Mm -hmm. Like, the conflict is really... uh, What am I trying to say? What's a word? Benign. The conflict is really benign. Yeah. Which makes it so funny. And I think I also just appreciate it more because I started watching Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is Larry David. And it's, like it's almost the exact same thing obviously because like he created Seinfeld Mm -hmm. so it's like I just love it yeah anyways that is making me so happy like I'm genuinely feeling so happy when I watch it I'm very proud of you for growing in your ability to look (laughs) past things and like recognize that like maybe we wouldn't say it now and like maybe you don't agree with it but like okay like what about it like move on yeah you know yeah and it's still so benign like there hasn't really been anything that i've been like that's been really jarring to hear yeah no they haven't in terms of political correctness yeah oh my god speaking of when i was sick the other day i watched children's movies i watched peter pan (laughs) oh my god that little disclaimer popped up at the beginning of the movie i side note i haven't seen this movie since i was like a child yeah. And I was like, I just like want to, it's like one of those cultural things. I'm just like, let me just spend an hour and 20 minutes watching Peter Pan. Like, why not? Um, that is so horrible. They were Can like, you explain what you're talking about? So in Peter Pan, when they go to Neverland, there's an Indian camp, which is Native Americans. And they call them Injuns, yeah. which is like not okay. it's a slur yeah. yeah and so they're like there's really a song that's like <laughs> we're going to fight the engines and i'm like oh my god <laughs> and then they're like yeah. literally one of the kids was like yeah you know what they're they're sneaky but they're not intelligent and i'm like oh, oh no. like, what's going on anyway no. so it was just so funny to me i thought it was funny too how disney was like oh like we're leaving this in here but like promoting like awareness like this isn't okay like this is not an accurate depiction like this is not okay and i'm like yeah because it was like half the movie if you took out everything with them really there's nothing yeah because oh because the they're daughter, wearing the costumes right yeah well like, they're wearing the costumes and they go there and then their daughter whose name was tiger lily mm-hmm. was like taken by captain hook mm. and so they're over there and they get kidnapped by the indian that whatever you know yes and then Tiger Lily, who's like the Indian captain's daughter, is with Captain Hook. Mm-hmm. So it's like that is the main conflict. Yeah. Going back, circling back to problem and solution, that was the problem. Mm-hmm. So it's like you cut that out and they literally just like go to Neverland and then it's like, okay, movie's done. I don't remember that being the main problem. I don't think so. I read the book like a few years ago during mm-hmm. quarantine and I don't think that that's a pivotal plot point in the book. I mean, they just they had to have like one main thing to yeah, focus on for the movie, but. Yeah, anyway, I was just like, um, that's interesting. I was not expecting that. I also watched A Bug's Life, which is much less, much <laughs> less questionable. That movie is awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love the early... It, it's Pixar, right? Yeah. I love the early Pixar movies where it's like, the CGI is good, but it's like, 
not as good yeah. as even Finding Nemo, which was yeah. like 2003. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's so interesting to see how the technology improved over like such a quick. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, very, I love that you watched good. A Bug's Life. I honestly haven't seen that since I was a young child. Yeah, because these are all the movies we had on VHS and, yeah. like, didn't get on DVD. Yeah. And so once we got, like, a DVD player, and that was when I was, like, I don't know, like, three or four, maybe? Probably, yeah. So, like, when I actually started to have memories of stuff, it's all DVD. Like, I yeah. barely have any memories from VHS. So all, like, the actual normal Disney movies that we didn't end up getting for mm-hmm. DVD. Like, we never had Bug's Life on DVD. No. I or, think, like, Toy Story, even, I don't think. No. Maybe, like, Toy Story 3 or 4, but... I think, yeah, yeah, yeah we got the later one, so we didn't get the, the first ones. Yeah. It's so interesting to me that you don't have any memories of VHS. Like, it's just so... Because I'm only a year and a half older than you, but yeah. I can remember that. Yeah. So it's, like, really crazy how... That's, like, the transition. I wonder when... We could definitely ask our parents, or mom or dad, if you're listening. <laughs> let us know when we got our DVD player. Like, when we got the first DVD player. Because didn't the DVD player used to have both? Yeah, it did. And but then I feel like it was kind of like, oh no, like we're not doing VHS anymore. So then it shifted just to DVDs. Yeah, we. I think the first DVD player we got without a VHS was the one that we still have now. That's like. Oh really? Yeah. Oh dang. Well, the, that we have now, meaning me and Lindsay. Yeah. Our parents like both have one. like Blu-rays, but. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway. Um, okay, so we did books, we did music, we did shows and movies, we, we quotes, did it or I don't have a quote. wisdom, knowledge. Sure don't. No. I don't either. I haven't been, nothing from the book. Um, okay, so getting into the meat of this episode, which actually won't be for that long, so it's like... The tiny meat. The tiny meat. The little tiny gang. Um, <laughs> the, the, what the episode is about, that's not just us recapping our lives, but like actually what we're going to talk about. Right. Is... <laughs> kind of like I don't like healthy habits kind of but just like things that we do that make us feel good slash things we have not been doing recently because I think both of us are kind of in this like place where we're maybe not doing some of the things that we know make us feel better and like be better Mm -hmm. and so I think personally talking about this will make me more motivated to do it and I think it'll be interesting to talk about it now and then maybe try to implement it over the next couple weeks and then maybe come back and I have a book that my cousin got me Atomic Habits that I'm really excited to read so maybe this will motivate me to do that and then do some research on habits and stuff and then maybe when we come back we can talk about hopefully improvements or things we've noticed that are different and then maybe some like like an actual full episode about habits you know this can be like Mm -hmm. a little teaser with like research and yeah exactly such yeah and such like that that. yeah so yeah. you kind of brought this up, how you we used did. to do morning pages and then kind of, so you want to talk about that? Yeah. For a few months, I think for February and March, every morning I was, well, every day. I won't say every morning because sometimes I do it like later in the day or whatever. Um, but I was doing this thing called morning pages where you basically just sit down and write a full three pages in your journal, just like stream of consciousness, not really thinking about what you're writing and just seeing what comes up. And... It was hard at first, and then it got easier, and then it got hard again to keep the momentum because it felt like I was just kind of writing the same things and it didn't feel like I was really gaining anything from it. So I kind of took a step back from it for a while and I was like, you know, write when you feel like it. But turns out that's like never. Um, If I don't have any sort of regimen or structure in journaling or life. So 
basically I haven't done it since like March probably, but I did find, so the purpose of it kind of is to just like start your day with your mind clear. Um, and a lot of times you'll write something that you didn't even really know was inside of you, which is really interesting. Um, but anyways, I don't really know. Basically I want to start doing it again, but I don't really know how to find a balance of like, I don't want to force myself to do it every day if I'm not feeling like it, but I want to find where, where can it actually help me? Cause it was helping me, but I think it was too hard to stick to like the everyday hard three pages every day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's where I'm at with that. Um, and I, I don't know. I don't really have a goal for myself though. Do you, do you want to help me make one like a smart goal or whatever? Mm-hmm. So I hate smart that's goals. the problem. And we talked about this on the podcast before, but it was a while ago. Yeah. With like our own personal views of goals and using them and not meeting them and all that. Mm-hmm. And that is, I feel like something I've realized, what you're saying is like, it's very hard to find the balance between structure and listening to your body. So it's very hard to find like, Instead of, like you were saying, doing it every single day. I have to write this much. I have to do... And for me, I think the biggest thing with that is yoga. Mm. Like, I don't feel like I personally would be able to uphold doing yoga every morning. That's kind of a lot. And with me trying to go to school early, it just, like, adds another thing I have to do. And it sets, it would set the day off on the right foot, but I don't want to feel rushed. And I don't want to feel like I'm trying to do, like, a quick practice just so I can get it over with and just check off the box. And I don't feel like I need it in the morning because, like, my drive to work is, like, very therapeutic for me. I'm just, like, chilling by myself for 30 minutes. Like, so that is kind of my time to, like, focus and reset. And I don't feel like I need to do yoga in the morning. But then it's hard when I get home and I'm, like, maybe I had a long day at work. Like, maybe I stayed till 6 o'clock and didn't go home till 6.30. And then we have to still make dinner and we still have to do this or whatever. Like, and so I don't necessarily feel like doing that at that time. And, like, yoga is not the most physically demanding, but it's not easy. Like you're not just sitting there, you know? So it's like, you have to have some energy to be able to follow along. So I totally feel you. It's very hard to have like a goal that's somewhere in between. Yeah. Like, oh, once a week. Like that's one thing, you know, like whatever, whenever you feel like it, sure. But like every day is very hard to uphold. Mm-hmm. But then like every other day, it's like maybe you need it on one day and not the other day. So like that is where I personally have struggled because if I'm like, oh, I'll just do it when I feel like it. I don't normally feel like it because if you're not in the habit of doing it, you forget that it makes you feel good. Yeah. And I don't know if I've talked about this before. I may have talked about it recently. I can't remember. But it was a thing I saw, I think on TikTok, that was like good things, things that are good for you feel good after things that are bad for you feel good right before you do them. Hmm. And so it's like very interesting. It's why we do things that are not great for us because it's like, oh, like, I I can't even really think of like great examples of this, but like eating something that might make you feel like crap. You know, like it feels good right before, maybe when you're doing it, after you feel horrible. Mm -hmm. Or like maybe texting someone or reaching out to someone that's not good for you. Like it might feel good right before you do it. And then you might like, as you're doing it, you're like, oh, like this is exciting. And then as soon as you've done it, you're like, wait, maybe that wasn't a good idea. But like yoga, it's hard to get yourself to do it 
But then once you do it, you feel amazing. Mm -hmm. Or like journaling. Like once you do it, you feel great. And you can tell that it makes a difference. For me at least. And so it's just like interesting to like reframe stuff like that. And know that the things that are best for you are going to be the hardest to do. But once you get going, it'll be so much better after that point, you know? Mm -hmm. So I told it. But it's very, it's hard to like give yourself grace and also be strict with yourself. Yeah. Because that's like the whole thing about like building confidence. You build confidence when you make a promise to yourself and you stick to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to get up when my first alarm goes off. And then you do it. Awesome. I'm proud of myself. I made the choice and I did that and I'm confident in my ability. I trust myself. But then it's also like, I don't know, like what if you want to sleep in? Who cares? Listen to your body at that moment, you know? So again, <laughs> balance is very hard for me. I'm a very like black and white person. And so finding the balance in between those has been really difficult. Mm-hmm. That's like been kind of the general theme of like issues I've had in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. I said, just talk for like 20 mean. minutes. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. It's literally your, your podcast. Well, and yours. Okay. So let's just look, let's think about some things that maybe you haven't been great about. Like just talk about them. So morning pages, yeah. Is that, like, the main thing you're kind of thinking about? Like, some type of journaling to get your thoughts on paper? Yeah, and just, like, morning routine Mm -hmm. and not being on my phone as much. Movement, yeah. Isn't that the big one? Movement is the biggest one, yeah, because I sit all day. I think that was the biggest thing that Iceland showed me was, like, Mm -hmm. it feels so good to be outside and to be moving. And both of those things are not difficult for me to do necessarily because my job is like pretty flexible I can go for walks if I want to and no one's gonna yell at me but um it's uh just hard to actually do those things when you don't have the structured time to do it right and I'm a very like I want to do something when I want to do it right and I want to be in the mood and that's and like to be fair a lot of times I am but that's not good enough that doesn't cut it you know, close but no cigar. So yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Again, with like you want it to be a structure, and like walking, I guess, is a little bit different because it's like you can go on a mile walk every day. It's not like a huge crazy thing, but yeah, yeah, it's tough to incorporate it where it makes sense and like listen to your body, but also don't just always listen to your body and do things that aren't great for you. Yep, 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 yep. It's very hard. Yeah, it's very. So TikTok might influence me. I've been telling Lindsay about this all the time because uh, like whenever I'm contemplating a big purchase, I'm very anxious about it. And I'm like trying to get all the validation I can about it. But I think I'm going to buy a treadmill, like a, a walking treadmill for my desk, because that'll help so much with just having the choice to walk mm-hmm. inside and be able to work at the same time. So, yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. check. Yeah. I'll check back in and, and let you know if I actually did that. We'll see. Yeah. They're so determined. expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, it's just like you got to either pull the trigger or not. Yeah. Like exactly. pretty soon. Cause like, yeah. what's the, like the more you wait. Exactly. There's no <laughs> exactly. Reason, yeah. There's no difference in me spending the money now versus later. Really. Yeah. And then you just get less time with it. If you end up getting a job, that's not remote in the future, you know? True. True. Anyway. All right. Um, what, yeah. What about you? So for me, it's journaling and yoga slash meditation. So I had a really good night routine going in like November. And that was when I was like doing very well, like mentally. <laughs> um, I would, sometime between like 7 and 8.30, I would shower, journal, 
try to meditate for like a 10 minute quick something or other just to like calm myself down and then either like read sometimes i go on my phone like i wasn't really strict with how i spent the time after that i normally didn't watch tv because i would just get like sucked into that but either like kind of just scroll on my phone talk to people catch up with people or read and then go to bed and it was like a great little routine for me because i could just do whatever i wanted before then but then i knew that i would like showering for me it always makes me feel so much better like if i'm stressed and i shower i just like feel better sometimes the stress comes back like right after but in the moment (laughs) it's great and so i knew that would be a good start and then i kind of feel clean and like ready for bed and then like journaling to like wind down like think about what happened during the day or just like get everything out of my brain and then have like some type of activity if i had time and then if not i could just go to bed but that was really good for me and i kind of stopped doing that like randomly normally it's when we get into a show and then we just sit out here and watch a show <laughs> yeah and then i'm like well it's eight it's nine like it's nine thirty. it's ten okay let me just quickly shower and hop in bed yeah and like So it just kind of changed and I let it happen because I was like, this is not a big deal. But I noticed like my mental state, the times when I was journaling was so much better. And just like having that routine, like knowing that I was going to be doing those things was really helpful. And it was, it did not take that long either. Like it would be maybe 20 minutes. Like I could go in my room at 930 or 10 o'clock even and shower and journal and be in bed by 1030, you know? So it didn't feel like a daunting task to do. And I didn't put a limit on myself for journaling. I just wrote however long I want to write. Norm- however long I wanted to write. <laughs> oh, my God. Normally, it was like a page. But if it was less, fine. If it was more, fine. Didn't matter. But I did that every day. I followed a challenge in November. And it was like really cool to answer the different prompts from the challenge. I've probably talked about this in the podcast. I don't know. But it was really cool to answer like all the different prompts they had. And like think about... I don't know, certain things. I don't really feel like explaining it. But (laughs) then I kind of did it in December, not perfectly, but mostly. And then January came around and I just like kind of dropped it and was not great about doing it. And then school has just gotten crazy and I've used that as an excuse and I just have not prioritized it at all. So I have not been journaling, which is unfortunate. I'm trying to get back into it. And same for yoga. I went to a couple in-person yoga classes, which were super awesome. And I'm hoping to do more soon, but... I just haven't been doing yoga like at home as much either. I'm not prioritizing it. Um, But I was reflecting the other day on like how I used to feel. And I'm like, hmm, it probably helped me to do those things that I know make me feel better and like incorporate it into my routine. So it doesn't feel like something I'm forced to do, but just something I look forward to and I know will help me feel better. And being able to look back on that and realizing that it has helped me. Anyway, long story short. I love when people say long story longer. Have you heard that? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yoga, journaling, which have pretty much been my two main goals for the year. And I've kind of been like on and off with them. Um, But yeah, I would like to. I know it will help me. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I'm just feeling, I'm feeling exhausted. I'm feeling like there's so much going on in my brain. Yeah. And a lot of stuff at school and just Mm -hmm. a lot. What's it's the countdown for the last day of school? Uh, six, seven, eight and a half days. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know that's, that's crazy. pretty crazy, dude. I'm almost done. But yeah, it'll go. It'll go quick. Yeah. I'm excited to start fresh next year. I feel like I learned so much this year, and we'll be able to start kind of like feeling way more prepared and start yeah. off knowing what I expect. Yeah. And be more consistent about that. 
because I've learned over the year how I want things to look mm-hmm. and now I can implement it from the beginning and hopefully have like some more structure and routine mm-hmm. with that which is really important and just having the kids have been back in school for a year yeah. so that will really help with their just knowing what is expected yeah um and having that expectation for a whole year moving forward but anyway um yeah sorry I just won't shut up no I love it never apologize Women need to stop apologizing. So true, Bestie. I never want to hear a woman apologize again. All right. Maybe we do some research on habits, implement it, come back in a couple weeks, see how we see how we feel. Yeah, maybe. You're going to start doing your morning pages again? Yeah. Shake on it. Yeah. Maybe four times. Maybe during the weekdays. Yeah. Just hold yourself to the weekdays. Okay. Incorporate it with your work routine. Like, and then on the weekends, I can be as unself-aware as I want to be. Do whatever you want to do. <laughs> Weekends are hard. It's hard to stick to a routine on the weekend because just everything's different. So, mm-hmm. And then at least, I mean, that's still five days a week. That's true. That's true. It's a lot. All right. Well, anyway, we were like, this will be so quick. And then I just <laughs> didn't stop talking. So I apologize. I hope you gained some wisdom from this or are motivated to maybe think about what makes you feel good and incorporate that back into your daily life because it is super important. And as an adult, unfortunately, it is our jobs to make sure you're taking care of yourself. That can be a daunting task. Um, so I know it's tough, but you got it. You'll you'll do you'll you do got great. It. You got this. We got this. I'm gonna go buy that treadmill right now. I'm like I'm, actually like actually I'm going to. All right. Well, then you can update us on your habits okay. when we come back. Sounds All right. Fun. Thank you so much for listening. Please shoot us an email at gonewiththewindies at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at gonewiththewindies. Give us a rating and review on the Apple Podcast app or on Spotify. I believe they do ratings and reviews now. So we will have to check and see if anyone's given us a new review. Yeah. Um, But I think that is all. We love you. And oh, also stream Harry's House on Spotify and wherever you get your music. Is it out? It's coming out tonight. Oh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and we, we hope you're happily gone, gone with the, the Windies. windies.